down women with diluted dreams of hope for joy has been washed down the stream. I'm Robin Hawkins, and you're listening to Watered Down Women. Hoping to be free, found a new home in the cemetery. Have you ever felt empty inside? Like you have absolutely nothing left? I'm not talking about the feeling of hunger or physical exhaustion. I mean the feeling of just being hollow inside, devoid of any emotions, care, or hope. It's not a place that anyone chooses to visit or a mindset that one desires to embrace. But sometimes life and its circumstances leads us to a mental venue that almost feels like a miry pit of despair. If you've never experienced this type of feeling, consider yourself fortunate. Sadly, there's a Richland County family that is collectively acquainted with this emotion and overwhelmed by the uncertainty that lies ahead. The purpose of this podcast is to provide a voice for women who have been weakened in life and to paint an image of their forgotten faces. Until now, we've discussed the women from our yesteryears, but today we'll discuss someone who is in clear and present danger. What we've learned from recent social media and public news accounts is that Melinda K. Davis, a 33-year-old female, went missing from Shelby, Ohio on February 25, 2021. She was last seen around 7.20 on that Thursday morning near Shelby High School, driving her 2013 black Volkswagen Jetta and was reportedly headed to Mansfield to meet with her ex-boyfriend, John Mack Jr. When Melinda Davis failed to meet her niece for breakfast later that same morning, her family became immediately and rightfully concerned for her well-being. A friend of Melinda's reported to News Channel 5 in Cleveland that she received a text from her that said, I'm almost to Johnny's house. If you don't hear from me in a few hours, something may have gone wrong. The two then agreed that Davis would call her friend when she left the house, but that call never came. A missing persons report was filed, and within 24 hours, a search was conducted of Mac's residence, and kidnapping charges were filed against him. One week from the day of Melinda's disappearance, Mac was arrested, along with his son and daughter-in-law. Evidently, Mac's son had contacted the Shelby Police Department in hopes of receiving the $5,000 reward money for his father's capture. Instead, Jabin Mack and his wife, Alexandria, both 18, were arrested and charged with obstructing justice. Thankfully, several law enforcement agencies are involved in finding Ms. Davis, 
and our prayer is that she is returned safely to her family. The purpose of this episode is not to sensationalize the legalities of this case, but to instead share what we know about Melinda K. Davis and to discuss the safety and empowerment of women in general. I reached out to a family spokesperson and offered for them to share with our listeners about their beloved Melinda. But the family is too distraught at this time to discuss the matter, and that's completely understandable. According to the photos of her on social media sites, we can surmise that she's a competent and vivacious young woman who devotedly loves her children and who passionately embraces life. We also know that Melinda, like many of the other women we've discussed, was not born in the area, but is originally from Arizona and moved to Richland County, having lived in Mansfield as well as Shelby, Ohio. From her own social media images, we can see that Melinda is a very striking and petite woman who is mother to four children, ranging in ages from about 10 to 16 years old. In regards to these precious children, one cannot imagine what thoughts race through their minds each passing day. All we know for certain is that they went to school one morning in February and haven't seen their mom since that day. As of the writing of this episode, there are currently 311 missing adults in Ohio alone. And if we include children, that number is raised to 1,132. According to the website missingdc.gov, 181 adults have been reported missing in 2021. That's roughly 2.6 individuals per day who have gone missing so far this year. And eight of those cases are considered to be of critical concern. According to the FBI's 2020 National Crime Information Center's statistics, there were 89,637 active missing person cases in the United States. 40,576 of these are females. According to Integrated Protective Concepts, the kidnapping of adults in the United States is very rare. However, the Bureau of Justice Statistics reports that in 2008, 551,590 women were victims of violent crimes suffered at the hands of intimate partners, and 99% of the violence against females was committed by male offenders. In the previous year, 14% of all homicides were committed by intimate partners and 70% of those victims were female. Unfortunately, an overwhelming cultural tendency to blame the victim often comes into play when adults are harmed, especially if the adult is a female. According to Psychology Today, victim blaming remains a tenacious problem because it is programmed into the human mind at a very basic level. Victim blaming can be something as simple as believing that you would have done things differently or would have been more careful 
and some psychologists believe that it's not always done out of ignorance or meanness, but that it originates from one's deep need to believe that the world is a good and just place, and that one's internal argument kind of goes something like this. A brief perusal of virtually any day's top news stories reveals a menagerie of shootings, terrorist attacks, and more, not to mention burglaries, accidents, and personal crimes. If we were truly rational creatures, we would feel utterly terrified. After all, these events could happen to us. So, if you're not terrified, ask yourself why. If you're like most people, your answer is probably something like this. Because it won't happen to me. Well, why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't you be vulnerable to the same events that everyone else is? Hmm. Some in the field of mental health refer to this phenomena as the just world bias and believe this happens because our brains crave predictability. And psychologist Sherry Hamby further elaborates by stating, there's just this really powerful urge for people to want to think good things happen to good people. And where the misperception comes in is that there's this implied opposite. If something bad has happened to you, you must have done something bad to deserve it. Can we take preventative measures to protect ourselves? Absolutely. But here's where the rubber meets the road. We can, but we usually don't. This is where the term careless mistake comes into play. We all make mistakes, and they range in severity from minor to extremely costly. Some people mistake being careless with not caring. When a person is being careless, he or she isn't thinking about the consequences that can result from their actions or behavior, but their conduct should not be misconstrued as not caring. An example of this would be someone driving too fast for the road conditions. If they were to lose control of the vehicle, they could go off the road, sideswipe another vehicle, or possibly even cause a crash that involves a fatality, including their own. Would that person's act of speeding mean that she didn't care about her family, herself, or anyone else? We don't know. Maybe it was her first day at a well-paying job and caring about her children, she didn't want to blow it and was unaware that the weather had taken a turn for the worse. Would her actions be wise? No, but they certainly aren't an indicator that she doesn't care. On February 25th, Melinda K. Davis headed to Mansfield, feeling hesitant about what she was about to do. She sent an ominous text message to her friend, but her sincere desire to retrieve the possessions of her departed brother, coupled with the fact that she may have miscalculated the risk involved, probably kept her determined to complete that task. There are still so many 
unknowns about Melinda's whereabouts. But what is known is that she's loved and missed by many, and that countless prayers are being sent on her behalf. If you're listening to this and have any information to help bring Melinda home to her children, to her family, to her co-workers, and to her friends, please, please call the local authorities. Water down women with diluted dreams are home for joy has been washed down the stream. Grab a shovel and join me each Monday as we dig a little deeper and uncover the tragedies of watered down women. Searching for love, no pain in this world, with no help from above.